In our opinion, movies can be found in one of two realms. The realm of the renowned, those active in the minds of pop culture, your masterpieces, your witty comedies, your impactful horror. There are even those that are so bad they're good. Cult classics. This is not a show about those movies. Instead, we bravely venture into the realm of the forgotten. We plummet the depths of cinema, searching amidst the left behind, the seventh at the box office and the bottom of the bargain bin. We seek out neglected films to find the ones worth salvaging from oblivion. And banish the unworthy back to the abyss. What hidden gems will we find on our exploration? What mediocre plot lines will we unearth? And what artifacts that may at first have been overlooked will we reclaim? I'm Wesley. I'm Peter. I'm Lily. I'm Sam. And hello from obscurity. possible because we're all sitting in the same room yes. right now. <laughs> yes, welcome back to Hello from Obscurity Season 3, and in a very special episode, we actually have all four of us here in person together as one. That's a first time for everything. Yes, uh, and uh, also in a first time thing, we all just watched the movie together and then are immediately going into recording this episode, yeah. so you no are delays. our takes. Fresh, the hottest hot ready. of taste. Hot, hot ready. Hot, hot. Uh, and speaking of uh, what the movie that we just watched was, uh, I don't know if you guys all remember, but a few months back, mm-hmm. I wanted us to watch a little movie called Five Children and It. Hmm. Uh, it was not available in the U.S. or anywhere, even to rent uh and suddenly we uh, got an opportunity uh, to watch it, I guess, thanks <laughs> to one of our listeners. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, we, we got a DVD copy of Five Children and It. I just want to uh, be clear. We all got a copy. Yeah. Delivered to our, they yeah, knew to our, our places. They knew our address. If, you, yes. if this was you who sent them to us, uh, maybe let us know who the hell you are. Yeah, sound off in the comments. Or who do you think it is? Yeah, that'd be great. We'd <laughs> like to know. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, we all got a DVD copy of it, and we were able to watch it. Uh, so yes, today we will be finally Ironic that reviewing. we all got a DVD copy, yet we only watched one of them because we were all <laughs> <laughs> I guess whoever it was like, didn't expect us to all be in the same place yeah. together, though. So, um, so yeah, sorry to you for buying multiple DVDs, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry I, for I, that extra $2 <laughs> you wasted. Yeah, I am plus also shipping, very plus sorry. Because uh, you had to buy four copies of this movie, so... But, uh, and well, no, because we, no, got we got one, so three, whoever. Oh, well. Uh, but anyway, three so today we will be reviewing <laughs> at long last uh, the 2004 family fantasy comedy drama adventure. <laughs> wow. According to Wikipedia. I know, you've all been waiting. Uh, five Children and It, starring 
Freddie Highmore, uh, Tara Fitzgerald, Jonathan Bailey, who you guys might know from uh, the Bridgerton series, uh, oh, Zoe Wanamaker, yeah, aka yeah, Madame Hooch from the Harry Potter series, Kenneth Branagh, and Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Woo! Uh, directed by John Stevenson, Stevenson and written by E. Nesbitt. And well, the David book Solomon. was written by E. Nesbitt. Yes, based on the book written by E. Nesbitt. Um, but although it says that they co-wrote the screenplay, according again, according to Wikipedia, so this could all be false. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do our research here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we did a full two minutes of research yeah. when we started this episode. Yeah, the two minutes between when the movie ended and when we pulled out the microphone. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, I will say, uh, this was a movie that I had as a kid on DVD as well. Um, I remembered it making me feel like slightly icky. <laughs> um, and having rewatched it now for the first time since I was 11, I know why it made me feel mm. icky. Because it's icky. It's a movie. It <laughs> I mean, you're it right is on that a movie. Count. Yeah. It is indeed a family comedy drama fantasy adventure. I think it succeed. Uh-huh. I think it succeeds in like one of those things. Maybe like the family what? part. Yeah, maybe the family. Not the maybe comedy. The family part. Or maybe There's the maybe fantasy. the fa- fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a sand fairy. Jim uh. Henson's company did work. On, like we have, like we have proof that they did work on this. Jim Henson's company has done some bad movies. No, I know, but I'm just <laughs> saying he does. They do fantasy work. Like they yeah. don't do yes. rom coms or <laughs> Mission Impossible. Can you or imagine a rom com? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with the Hensons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. You know. I don't know. Do we want opening thoughts or should I just charge right in? To well, I I think it's in. So it's. The book came out in like the late 1800s. No, no, no. no. I, I got, I got yeah, a fact World about that. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Wesley. It, it was published in 1902, 1902 by Edith Nisbet. But this movie takes place during World War One. Yeah. So it's obviously rewritten. Um, right, and so it was written before World War One. Yes, yes. But the movie takes place. In, in World, World War One, yeah, it's a very wildly. Pro- I like looked at the summary, and it's a very wildly pro- problematic one. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just has, you know, stuff. <laughs> I mean, the the premises are kind of the same. It's uh-huh. have you guys read Miss Piggle Wiggle? Did, yeah. Did, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it reminded me of that with like oh, a Narnia esque. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is, um, dear listeners, this definitely makes me think of a poor man's Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe mixed with the Disney Channel original movie, A Simple Wish. But then the, <laughs> all, all the music was like very Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Not very Harry Potter the musical. No. No, no. The, the, the score from... Harry Potter and the mm-hmm. Philosopher's Stone. Yes. She also... They're very... So much... In, oh, my God. <laughs> and and that she also wrote two books, uh, two other books with the It character. Oh, and gotcha. then, It uh, and Five Children? And, and the other five children. <laughs> Before Stephen King put pen to paper in the 80s. Yes. This yeah. is um, not... Yeah. This is not the It you know. Yeah. This, this is, is not Pennywise, the immortal alien clown god. I do just want to point out that this did win a BAFTA award. For what? For the, for the score. For the <gasps> okay, the, the score was pretty good. But the score, <laughs> the mixing was not. No. Like, you, the, the 
score was like over every every piece of dialogue. I could barely hear. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, because I'm scrolling through and I saw the subject heading awards and nominations, and I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah. Yeah. For a Razzie. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us how this movie starts, Sam? Well, it starts with five children. No way. Uh, saying goodbye to their father, who their is father. headed out to World War One as a pilot. Mm-hmm. He gives his young son, uh, Robert, who is played by Freddie Highmore, uh, a compass. And is like, you, you take this. Son, yeah, I navigators know. are important, yep. and I've designated you a navigator. Yo, my- <laughs> that choice to give his son a compass will come back to haunt the dad later. Yeah, yeah I think it's his favorite son, it seems, yeah. because there's two of them, and he gives and that yeah. one. Fuck Cyril. Not the oldest, <laughs> like, the oldest with the most burdened with the responsibility yeah. of parenting his other siblings. Instead, he gives the the bratty, little, obnoxious, mischievous boy. Who doesn't listen to anyone. Yes. No, the Edmund Pevensey of the group. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Narnia. Oh. He is and great. Cyril Edmund. is Peter. I just want to make that very clear. And Robert is Edmund. Not Peter, like our podcast. Right, no. Peter Pevensey, King of Narnia. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, just just clarifying. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't want to say, like, you could be a king one day. I don't want to, you know, like... You don't know no, that I'm you not. Don't need to, you don't need to, Lily. <laughs> you don't know In this that I'm political state, <laughs> uh, Peter and- takes the throne. <laughs> <laughs> Peter takes the presidency. No one's how that coming. Uh, yes, so they they say goodbye to their dad because they are getting shipped off uh, to the country uh, for their for their safety uh, as World War One is uh, I guess beginning in the middle beginning of... or perhaps ending in three days. Yes, we don't know. There's no timestamp. There's no. We don't These... know when if this is when Britain really like declared war against Germany if this is when, like, they yeah. just, the family themselves, like, decided. We don't know. Yeah, it seems that the movie simultaneously wants you to believe that this takes place over the course of an entire summer, but also in three days. Yeah. Um, and also the course of the entire war. Yeah. Yes. So anyways, kids going off to the countryside for their own good to go stay with their uncle in his castle. <laughs> uh, and their We've uncle- all been there. Is I guess an author of some kind. Who an writes author and/or mathematician. Yes, I think he writes math, really complicated math books uh, for, children. for children. And this man is played by Kenneth Branagh for some reason. It's the best performance in the movie. He the made, is. 2004 the Kenneth Branagh. So this is what right around the Chamber of Secrets era. Oh where yeah, he's yeah. Totally. Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was definitely getting some Lockhart vibes yes. from this guy. Well, it not only has. Him, it has Madame Hooch, the yes. yeah, as and, the maid, doubling up. Um, the maid was she the maid? Do we who knows? Who knows? I don't. Yeah, she kind of was. She was the help. Yes, she, she Madame Hooch lives in Kenneth Branagh's home, and I guess cleans <laughs> and gives emotional support to every uh-huh. living thing there, and yeah, knows the help. about magic. Uh, so the children. Maybe arrive. it is Madame Hooch. <laughs> So the children arrive at uh, their uncle's castle. Uh, No one is there to pick them up at the train station, so they walk there in the rain, and when they arrive, I guess it seems like no one can keep track of the days of the week because they're all convinced that it's not the day the kids are supposed to arrive despite the children being there in front of them. They have a big, long discussion about losing Thursday because they also lost the entire month of October. Yeah. 
I will say as an adult that that was a more relatable thing. I sometimes look it up. I'm like, oh my God, where did October go? Yeah. You know? But it's all, but, but, but the you, way they say it, it's like, no, it can't be Friday. We're having goose on Friday. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever gone and like, I'm going to make myself like a salad. Oh, but I can't because it's Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> I have steak. Yeah. And I legally cannot make that. Like, yes. it was so Isn't weird. that how Blue Apron works? <laughs> That's not works? how you guys work? I, I, I guess, can't eat a salad. I guess the help is just the prototypical Blue Apron in this, yes. <laughs> in this movie. Um, so, yes, they get to like the Duolingo. castle, and there's a bunch of rules. The uncle mm-hmm. has... A child named Horace. Horace, Horace. is the devil. Horace is the best. No, Horace Make, rocks. Horace making, sucks. Making Hor- hair statements is he has yeah. like kind of a bowl cut mullet going. Yeah, on. It's Horace, like the best of both. He worlds. has party in the front, more party in the back. <laughs> Horace is like if you combined Dudley Dursley and Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, into that's a, good... a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, made that, that is Steve Horace. Punk. That's Horace. Um, yeah. So Horace is like a weird little kid who likes to do weird experiments like drowning baby dolls in hydrochloric acid or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got yeah, that right. He invents it, monsters. It, sure. I mean, don't He has all. a T-Rex egg. He's creative. He has a T-Rex egg, yeah. Um, and yeah, so they get there, a weird kid, there's lots of rules, like do laundry three times a week, which seems excessive. That seems uh, excessive for us, and we're adults, and we're like, whoa, 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 easy. Three yeah. times a week. You're watching, like, two pieces of clothing every time. I'll yeah. do a whole load for one sock. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so lots of it's rules. Very delicate. Do laundry. Delicate. Don't go in the greenhouse. Uh, they don't ever say why. Because there's a sand fairy in there. Well, it gets to that it's Harry just, like, Potter They moment. never even attempt. Like, this is my thing. It's like, it feels like they never attempt to, like... Hold, and this is a children's movie. They never mm-hmm. attempt to hold the audience's hand and go, this is that. This person, there's magic because X. Horace does these experiments because, the, and I'm not saying every, not everything needs an exposition, but a little bit of like, yeah, some, you gotta give us well, something because well, we're running in to it and we're like, oh, okay, they're in here. Uh, the parents are gone. Uh, they're all, like, it, it just felt like you're playing catch-up the whole movie. And what was the reason that the dads, that Kenneth Brana said, uh, don't go in the greenhouse? It's yeah, like, he just said, oh, and don't... I thought he, I thought he was like a, like, he knew of the magic, yeah. therefore he yeah. didn't want... Right, didn't it's really supposed to be like the, the professor in The Line, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, yeah. who's like, really lovable and like... Or I, like... Or like Dumbledore being like, "Don't go on the seventh floor. Doors are cl- it's it's locked." Or for even a Beauty reason. and the yeah. Beast when the Beast is like, "Don't go in the Westing. What's the? It's forbidden." Yeah, like, they they something. all they all know why it's forbidden. Yeah. And this guy, it didn't seem like Kenneth Branagh knew. Well, no one held our. And hands. they're so bad at hiding. Like like freaking Freddie Highmore is the most annoying. The, the, his character is the most annoying child I've ever met. <laughs> you um, met him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, no, and like, he, every single child in this movie is the worst liar on earth. <laughs> and he's so bad at covering his tracks because the first thing he does is like, I'm gonna go in the greenhouse. And he runs in and he leaves the door wide open and, and he's like, here I am. Now all of my brothers and sisters also come in and make noise and be loud, even though one Eat of the grapes. rules was, <laughs> yeah. 
eat grapes, even though apparently it upsets his stomach. <laughs> oh, and then uh. I have I have just one little Kenneth Branagh line when he's giving them all the chores to do. Mm-hmm. He said, "Clean laundry built. The empire was built on clean laundry. On clean pants. On clean pants. On clean pants. The British Empire was built on clean pants. That's yeah. all it was." That's the dialogue we're That's dealing all, with. All they cleaned. And now but, the sun's set and their pants are dirty. Yeah, yeah. now the war starts because their <laughs> pants got dirty. Uh, yeah, so they, they go in this greenhouse. Uh, I'm just going to skip Des. You know, he brings yes. his brothers in and yeah. sisters in like almost immediately. It's, just bait. it's locked. They found a door. They don't know where it goes to. It has a heavy lock on it. Their baby, like baby, baby yeah. sibling, just freaking cracks this thing open somehow. I think it like magically opens. No, I think that baby's fucking ripped. <laughs> I think that baby's got mm-hmm. some hardcore biceps that it's working with. That's the real sequel. Um, it's just the baby. It's the, just the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they open the door, and it leads them to like a weird staircase in a tunnel that yeah. opens up on a beach, and the. Poor little British children find the most magical thing of all, which is sunlight, um, because they're all vitamin D deprived, and they're just so happy to see sun. It's It's so strange, too, because the beach isn't in some faraway land, either. It's It's, in their backyard. They're on the coast. The castle is on the coast of England. It's normal. Yeah, for some reason, there's sunlight on the beach, but it's pouring rain in the house. But it is so much whimsy music, and it does just look... Like five normal kids on a beach, on a normal beach. I mean, it's nothing. But it's like, oh, it's Narnia. It's Alice in Wonderland and Narnia. Put it into one. It's so whimsical. It's so beautiful, wondrous. And it's like, it's uh, Brighton Beach, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, nothing. I feel like later you can actually, like, hear things happening on the beach, like, from in the house. Yeah. So it really is in the same world. And the... I guess the greenhouse was just hiding a staircase. Oh, yeah. Like a direct That's passage. It. We don't want you to go on the beach. Would I like you? to think the greenhouse just has hallucinogenic drugs, and when you walk through, you... Yeah, none of it this It just is really real. changes your perspective. That was Narnia. Those kids just accidentally stumbled on, like, LSD. Yeah. Yeah. Pippin uh, and Mary with... That's why the uncle's crazy. They keep saying their uncle... Uncle's gone mad! Like, you uncle's know... Uncle's gone mad, he has... So uh, yeah, I guess I guess really, Uncle Uncle just be tripping. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Unky be tripping. Unky, Unky Branna be tripping. Man, uh, he was having a good time. Like uh, I, I, Kenneth Branagh looked like he was having the best time. Yeah, like he didn't make any sense. I, I, he, uh, nothing was funny really that came out of his mouth, but it was all random and it was weird. A riot. So it was like, ha he was still delivering those lines with like all of his Kenneth Branagh self. With like, gusto. It didn't feel yeah. like he was. It felt like he just put away his wand as Gilderoy Lockhart and walked onto the yeah, set. Yeah, it really still did. In character. And he was like, "I can do this. I can just. Keep I got it. The wizard Lockhart stuff going just to zany children's literature this. adaption. I got it. His makeup was really good. His We'd, makeup was good. We didn't recognize him for a second until you said something. I wouldn't have recognized it unless you said something. Well, no. you know, around the time that I was discovering Five Children and It as a child was also around the same time I became like completely obsessed with Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. And as oh. a kid, I don't think I put together that Kenneth Branagh was also in Five Children and It, so... You, as a kid, were obsessed with a four-hour movie, yes. Hamlet? 
I swore that I was never going to watch anything else but that movie for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. Wow. And I made my friend. I got it on VHS. I was so, like, into it. And, I, and yeah, I made my friends watch it at every sleepover for months. I wondered why I didn't have friends back then. You know, <laughs> like... <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. That's a yeah, good. Yeah. That's a good movie. It's a great. It's a great adaptation. We should talk about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> let's let's, let's no. just like never mind. This is a discussion about you Kenneth old Fulton yeah. Brown. Uh, so what happens when they go to the beach? So when they go to the beach, uh, let's go to the beach. Beach. Let's, let's go, go get, get away. away. Nikki, uh, don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't uh, listen. Uh, when they I've get checked. to the beach, I've checked. <laughs> they come across a rock, and in the rock. They hear oh. some noises some from the moaning. Rock. Yeah, some weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that type of stuff. Uh, and they, they, I don't know, they lift the rock up and then it cracks open and out stumbles Eddie Izzard. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Not CGI, literally, Eddie Izzard comes out of this rock. And then he's just, uh, no. Uh, wearing a bold red lip. Yeah. yeah no, uh, we, get, we get Eddie Izzard in the flesh. No, unfortunately, we don't get uh, the real Eddie Izzard. Instead, we get uh, a really badly CGI'd, weird little alien Like Yoda thing. in the prequels. Yeah. yeah, it's got like whiskers and antennas and, and kind of wrinkly. It kind of looks like a mini dragon mixed with yeah. a turtle. It's got like a wish dragon face, but kind of like, like shrunken and old. Yeah, because just looking at the DVD cover right now, it doesn't look like it does on the DVD. Like, it's deceitful because it's like brightly colored green. But in the movie, the color fades from it. <laughs> yeah, it's it just gray. It becomes gray and at the end. It's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. And so this thing pops notice. out. They start, they, they keep calling it it. It introduces itself as a Samid Crustacean oh Decapod Lilium Wishosaurus. Nice. <sighs> yep. Uh, or Sand Fairy for short. Fairy implies wings. It implies... Does it? it? No, I just... Think for I think me, is, it, it does. This is like England creepy fairy world. <laughs> I know, but sand, I'm just saying, my experience, if I'm hearing Sand Fairy... I might, I might like a tutu. I might like some wings and some sparkle. That's like, all I'm Lily saying. Lily is a very Americanized version of fairies. Yeah, I'm American. Uh, well, I'm not going to apologize for that. In no. Lily's defense, the one girl does say, doesn't a fairy usually have two uh, ballet outfit and wings? Oh, I'm, well, anyways. <laughs> there were some shots in this scene where, uh, where it would just kind of linger on the children. And then yeah. Eddie Izzard, I imagine she was in her booth and she was like plied with liquor and she was like, oh, just, yeah. just ad lib, just ad lib something. So Eddie, <laughs> Eddie just looks at like the frames and what the children are doing and it's like, oh, don't run away. Don't run away. Yeah, it, oh, it was, oh, you're grabbing something, eh? Oh, I see. It was very clear that the children were acting against nothing <laughs> and perhaps did not have a finalized script of what the sand fairy was going to be saying. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, the the sand fairy just kind of goes off. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah, says, not it's not like Robin Williams as the genie, Eartha Kitt as Isma. It's um, <laughs> it's a very different category of voiceover work. Mm -hmm. It's sure, like right outside sure. the pub. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love Eddie Izzard. Yeah. I love Eddie. Oh yeah. This is nothing. I. I'm convinced she did the best she could have with what she was given. I. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think this is more of a take one movie. <laughs> yeah, take, take a movie. I, take yeah, I, I do think that Wesley is right and that Eddie Izzard was just given a script and they, were, they just lettered like, yeah, go, go off. off. They were in there for one uh, day. They're like, yeah, you got some sort of magic powers. Just look, look at what's happening on there. Yeah. Say, say whatever Can you, you tell want. us what the movie's about? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't really remember how they get to discovering that the sand fairy can give wishes. Oh, it just tells them. It okay. just says, I grant wishes. You want to make a wish? I'll give you a wish. And really, those kids, I mean, they have a little, I it's feel like, hesitation. Like, you want a wish? I got a like, wish. I got many yeah. wishes. I got all the wishes. It's, oh, don't it's touch not that. great when, typically in a fairy tale, when something tells you that it can give you a lot of wishes. Yeah, I compared this. It usually this, backs fire. I compared yeah. this story, and you'll see why, to like, Faust. Because it, you... The, the the character <laughs> no of the character of it or whatever uh-huh. he was very like as much like the devil yeah Metastophiles me- <laughs> Metastophiles uh, yes I mean, yes it just kind of was like that so but yeah yeah not a charming I don't I don't see it being sold on the shelves of of toy stores around the holiday season. This is not a a character that can easily be (laughs) merchandised. It's not Stitch. It's not Winnie the Pooh. It's weird, gross, and kind of dumb. Yeah. Get get your plush. The kids do, like, quickly develop, like, a a seeming, like, I guess, like, friendship with it, but you don't really see that These kids are really happy. a lot of this is just repressed trauma from the war. Yeah, I think these kids are just very lonely and worried. Their dad went off to war three hours ago, so (laughs) they gotta do something. Their dad's learning about trench warfare while they're arguing about who's doing the chores. Well, he's a a pilot. He can look over those trenches and be like, I wonder what that is. Yes. (laughs) And be like, meh. But then get shot down immediately because they're and flying then die 20 the feet up. Yeah. <laughs> What's their first wish, Sam? Uh, yeah, so eventually, like, after, I guess, d- deciding that they're... Well, they don't even really decide. They're just kind of talking, like, I don't know. I don't know if we should make a wish. And then one of the kids is just like, we don't want to do our chores. Can you have it do our chores by magic? And then he makes a weird, like, balloon-releasing air sound. <laughs> That was a pretty good impression, really. Similar. Yeah. Uh, so, something like that. And it doesn't really seem to do anything. So they're like, all right, great. We just got scammed yeah, by anyway, this peace. weird yeah. thing in the in the sand. Uh, and when they go back to the house, though, they find, like, millions of clones of themselves. Millions of well-cast extras. <laughs> what do you mean? They were not... CG duplicates of the kids. Those were all different children. Really? Yes. No. Oh, no. Yes. no, no. Those were the... all looked like Freddie Highmore. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them. <laughs> Maybe not the background ones, but the ones that were up in the camera definitely did. I didn't notice. Um, and if yeah, I don't I notice, either. then it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so lots of clone children it's a perfect movie. doing all the chores at first and like, ah, oh, this is great. I don't really want to think about the consequences of, you know, having a double. Do they have my memories? Mm-hmm. Do they, like, live my life? Like, whatever. What happens to them after they die? None of that. They don't have any of those uh, deep existential questions upon being confronted with their clones. Uh, instead, they're just like, oh, this is great. We get to do no chores. Um, but then, obviously, it backfires because for some reason, the clones get, like, really erratic with their chore doing. Mm-hmm. So they start, start breaking, breaking things. things. 
It's like the Sorcerer's Apprentice, where like all the other dun, mops dun, dun, start dun, like dun, dun, dun. misbehaving and causing yeah. a flood. And it's not. Don't wish for help with chores. No. For your on moral of the story, <laughs> do your own damn laundry. Do your chores, British children. And uh, I think that was the moral of the story. Yes. You you would think because after all the chores go awry. Uh, they have to clean up after all of the clothes. Yeah, and it's worse. And then they go back to the sand fairy. The sand fairy is like, "That's what wishes are. You make a wish." The fucking sand fairy says, "You make a wish. It goes wrong, and you learn something. That's what wishes are." And they're like, "We understand. We've heard you say this. Three more wishes, please." <laughs> but uh, when they, when everything was uh, to went to shit, yeah, and all. The, the clones had disappeared at that point, and the house was a mess, and it was a, a watery sight, and I thought they were going to get in trouble. And yeah. then and then the uh, 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 Madam Hooch comes in and is like, doesn't have a reaction. He's, she's like, no. I didn't even know if she was seeing it, like if this was all an illusion, but she's like, okay, well, that's fine. And then the children are like, uh, oh, be an elephant now. It was a fever dream. I didn't know what was going on. It was a very odd moment in that whole... Uh... I think they were trying to say that it was a mess because they were pretending to be... Oh, yeah, it's a safari. safari. Yeah. And she's um, like, okay. Once again, these children are the worst liars you've ever <laughs> met. Uh, they, like, like, they even go, we were playing safari. Safari <laughs> and Cyril was an elephant. Is that what they were trying to say? I would know if the music was so damn. <laughs> it wasn't so damn loud. We turned on the subtitles. I know, but I was looking down. <laughs> <laughs> I am but human. I am but human and must check Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Yeah, so that obviously goes to shit. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, these wishes only last until sunset, which is something the Great. Sand Fairy did not tell them. They didn't ask. Uh, they didn't ask. Uh, <laughs> Be so. curious, children. That's another lesson. Ask plenty of questions when you meet Eddie Don't. Izzard on a beach. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> when you meet when you meet a Sand Fairy on a beach who offers you wishes, maybe ask some questions. Um, but yeah, so that doesn't go well. Uh, da, da, da. sorry. Normally, I have time to look over the summary uh-huh. before we're recording, and this time, uh, we're winging it. But it's a good thing because we just uh watched it. So yeah, I don't know. I can't really remember what happens in between that and it the next. Doesn't wish. really. Matter. Yeah, we could just go on. But to... uh, Horace becomes curious. I think it's it's a, one of those hide and seek games. Literally like in the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Where Lucy hides in the wardrobe and discovers Narnia. Except this came before Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, but... But this movie... Well, book, I, this movie oh, the book. Definitely, yeah. yeah, the book. Did. Okay, okay. Sorry. But the, the, this movie bit off some things. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter really and Narnia. <laughs> bit off more. This movie bit off and the book, I'm kind of guessing, bit off more than it could chew. Yes. I mean, well, the book is actually, there's also a BBC limited series based on that book. Oh, my God. Um, it's Tune in made... next week. <laughs> oh, no, no, this we are not doing that. Just a five children and it podcast now. <laughs> yes. Um, we're done with our Pokemon, uh, all 13 of those. And uh-huh. we're here. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear what my pick is for when it comes around to my turn. Which is next. It is? Yeah, you're <laughs> after me, aren't you? Yes. I am. Yeah. 
great. Oh, I Wait got a till good the one. End, I got then. a good one. Oh no. Yeah, Peter, you put us through Pokemon, so mm-hmm. you which is our put up with most popular now. episode. <laughs> yeah. Is by, it? by like 25 yeah. or 30 views, it's like in the hundreds already. It's I pick like, good damn. stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um let, let's let's speed through some of these wishes cuz they don't really matter. Um so yeah, the well, next time they they go, uh, they wish for gold. Yeah. Uh, yes, they wish for gold. Even though they know it's just going to disappear at sunset now, they still think that that's a good idea. Yeah, they learn nothing they throughout this whole car. movie. Uh, yep, they go to a car and you see, dare I say, the best green screen action sequence I've ever laid eyes on. <laughs> it's yeah. not even a car, it's a go-kart. It's so small that there's one adult riding in it and he barely fits. I mean, this is like the early Chitty 1900s. Chitty Bang Bang has nothing on this. Yeah, but you see them standing next to the car and it's car sized, and then when they're driving it, it's tiny. Well, and then you see in a wide shot, you see an adult driving the car, even yeah. though it's supposed to be baby Jonathan Bailey driving. Yes. But yes. then you see quickly, and then you can see when their their whole bodies are covered by like a blanket or a coat or something in the gust of wind that in the chaos that yeah. ensues. You see grown man's hands driving the car. God, it's uh, pretty great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, some brilliant, yeah. some brilliant. And uh, what was the point of the gold anyway? Were they? Oh, they were supposed nothing. To, yeah, well, oh, so sp- that they could replace everything that they broke with the first wish. But they get okay, so they got buckets of gold because it's okay. Be careful that what looks, you, what these fall. buckets look like they got them with a a meal at McDonald's. And well, the they kids, look like, like like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah, like, <laughs> look like a bucket of Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. Yeah, does tokens. not look like gold. Looks like they went to the dollar store and bought a bunch of like plastic or tin buckets. And then they go to a car green, dealership. Bright green buckets yes. in what nineteen twelve? Yeah. Like the leprechauns <laughs> have. Yeah. Plastic was not like yeah. invented at this uh, point. And but. I guess like this means too that those kids just like willingly knew they were gonna like dupe the whole town by yeah. buying things with fake gold that was just gonna vanish. Yeah. They were gonna uh, flood the market. Because every economy. adult was like, What, you stole these? Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Why these were stolen coins, you the, lot. The one detail you that ninnies. only that made sense you in fucking all of this idiot. is is the fact that every single adult was like, no, we're not going to take your gold. Obviously, that's yeah. fake. Or a bunch like, of children roll up it. into town with a bucket of gold. Yeah, they stole like, from no. Lucky the Leprechaun. <laughs> uh, except for that car dealer who, for some reason, was like, yeah, give me gold. This obviously fake gold. And yeah. I let these children drive away with my car. To be honest, I did like his character and his acting, even though it made no sense <laughs> that he was like, oh, yes, young gentleman who is clearly 11. Why don't you drive the car that I... <laughs> Really, and then he had the audacity when they crashed that car to be like, "Ah, you broke my car." He said he was twenty-seven with two children. Yeah, he's eleven-year-old. Eleven-year-old Freddie Highmore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that one doesn't work but out. The Bobby busts in uh, me. In that situation, the gold vanishes just on time, so oh. they don't get caught. What luck! What luck! Uh, then. Like, their creepy cousin is, like, chasing them with his weird formaldehyde baby doll thing. Horace comes in with some hot takes. Yeah. He's like, you miserable children, you should be slaughtered for your actions. Yeah, I want 20 years of hard labor for all of them, Papa. Because he was angry at them for, like, leaving them in their hide-and-seek game. Yeah. It's like, you nasty children. Horace is a lonely, lonely boy. Horace is an incel. Have we talked about (laughs) Horace's basement laboratory yet? No, No. we haven't. It's the most expensive. 
expansive set piece in this whole project, including the beach where it lives. Yes. Flames <laughs> everywhere. Beakers overflowing. Acid on the floors. This child has created uh, what he calls a, le- a laboratory of monsters, um, including yeah. a starfish with an onion glued to it. <laughs> and a doll. And a violin with some doll eyes on it. Hey. And then a T-Rex egg. Yep, just just a random T-Rex egg. Did he, he make it? Because I think the idea is, if this idea was executed better, that mm. like the magic, what's her name? The the the, the help? What, uh, Madam Hooch. Madam Hooch. Yeah. That Madam Hooch, I felt like watching it, like the idea was that she has access to this magic. She is knowledge and privy to it. So like from other adventures or like somehow this ended up in their possession, but it's just not explained at all. There's no reason. There's not even an attempt to understand where this passion of monsters come from. Like what the experience is in this house with magic previously, like nothing. Yeah. Uh-huh. But if you're a child watching this, would this matter to you? That's my question when it comes to these children. No, honestly, I watched this quite a few times as a kid, and this all made perfect sense to me oh, yeah. as a child. Because None you have the trope me. of a mean child, so you go like, oh, Horace yes. makes sense. Everybody has that guy who dissects shit and yeah, he's you had like you know evil mean kid. That's trope, like a trope, and like you know, I've Horace, never met a mean. Horace kid, wasn't but... even that mean. He just wanted to be a part of the group, and then they <laughs> abandoned him and tricked him and lied to him. He overreacted, and then gaslit him in front of his father. <laughs> Justice for Horace. <laughs> I lo- Horace was my favorite character. <laughs> I loved his hair, so I don't know. I want oh, that hair, I think. That just really straight mullet. Yeah. Really, really, really. Really, t- really period accurate. I had too. half of that hair growing up. I had the bowl cut. <laughs> uh-huh. I had that brown, dark brown bowl oh. cut that he had. Oh, and those little round glasses. I didn't have that yet. Yeah, fashion yeah. icon. Like I, said, like I said, oh my god, Sid meets Dudley Dursley. Yeah, he's wore, he wore a leather apron half the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, steampunk and big like thick leather like gauntlet thing. Yeah. to like protect his hands from all of that high. You know, he is acid left with stuff. no supervision from it. By the time this whole time, <clears throat> Kenneth Brown is just trying to figure out what equations and like what numbers. Like, oh, you pick your number. It is your destiny. He had a bit and, with a chicken. Yeah, yeah the bit like, like the publishers want that... us to send to. To give one stuffed chicken away for every book that sells. This is wartime. There is no <laughs> attempt to like rations or like the economy sucks. Every bit bit of material has yeah. to go to France for the war effort. There's like that's like that's like a ploy that publishers probably use now. Like, oh you get a free little toy when you buy an Angelina Ballerina book. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I I had that. I Angelina had several. Ballerina. It worked. God. Uh but, uh, yeah, so Angelina I think somewhere Power in there Man. is when they get a letter from their dad, and he's yeah. like, oh, I just wish I could fly to see you all, which then sparks a brilliant idea mm. in Freddie Highmore's head. So while his siblings are getting chased by Horace with his creepy formaldehyde doll, yes. uh, he sneaks away to the sand fair again and wishes them all wings. Terrible, so terrible CGI wings. The Massive angel wings. 
So they all fly away. They're all strapped to a board as wings animate behind them. <laughs> uh, Those wings look like if you put like the dog filter on an Instagram, they, uh, they kind of fil- follows they do, you. Yeah. It looks exactly like that. It looks it's, out of place, but it is following them. The, so The only yeah. difference is that I think those Snapchat filters... Uh, Stick to people's faces a little bit better. Technology was two thousand four. Yeah, but yeah, so they fly away to, I guess, go to France in the middle of a war to see their dad. Incoming like, bogey again. First, can they're gonna fly across the English Channel into a war zone. Yeah, to what see could their go dad. wrong? They As the did. sun is <laughs> setting, which again, the wishes. And, and they sunset. know this. They know. they know this is their third wish. But still, they're like, I think the best place to possibly be when a wish ends is like war zone. several <laughs> miles up above a war zone. They go That's full Icarus. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so they freaking run into a, a German, German Zeppelin. A fleet, a fleet of German blimps. And you know what? This, this wish has some pretty fantastic consequences yeah because they scare the german soldiers who think that they're angels and i'm just gonna tell you right now this ends world war one yeah yeah Yeah, you'll see in two seconds they single-handedly ended german aggression with one fell swoop yeah world war ii didn't even happen after this movie oh my god i and and yeah, so they they fly, they scare the German uh, zeppelins who were like, nah, dude, I guess I'm changing my way. No, I saw children with really I saw an angel wings. flying above the metal hall, and I can't I can't in good conscience continue with this war. I have to go back. I simply cannot even. <laughs> Uh, I saw this little kinder flying around with the wings. <laughs> Mr. Wings. Uh, we really are back with a bad accent. Yeah, we're, yeah no, it's, it's the state of our podcast. We're coming at you hot. Woo! Um, Except, Lily, you're okay at them. That was okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I mean, it was me. I think those two were silent when I said that, so I think they might be judging this uh, statement, but... But yeah, they they fly home as the sun is setting, and somehow you get this massive, like, image of it uh-huh. blowing air to like make sure that they land on the beach and don't drown <laughs> in the English Channel yeah. <laughs> before they- the movie ends, and it's just so creepy. And I, I just this is the first thought I saw when I saw it on the beach. This is, I just want to really paint a vivid picture. This feels like the Phantom Menace, like Gungan. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what it really Like Jar Jar Binks. Like, Misa, big monster. Any Misa gonna fight a big monster. Like, that's the level of animation Very... that it took me back to emotionally. Yeah. Like, I was in my cousin's basement watching the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> I mean, this is going, a... what is life? What have I done to deserve this? This, this is around the same time as, as, as Jar Jar Binks. It's so, five uh, years later. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it was yeah. in Attack of the Clones, and Attack of the Clones was 2003. This is 2004. Yeah, but Phantom Menace was 1999. It was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can confirm. Still, yeah. still, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, unfortunate sci-fi, or what? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, CGI. Yeah. Really, but... it just immediately took you back to Anakin's pod racing on Tatooine. Yeah. He's pod racing. <laughs> now this is pod racing. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> I like when they got back, right? Uh-huh. And they got to the front door, and their wings are gone away. And then, again, the maid 
is expecting them because yeah. I think she's in on something. And she opens the door and gives them all towels, like, come in, come in. It's perfectly sunny out. It's kind of cold. Yeah. Or they're, cl- they're completely, they're bone dry. Yeah, and and she goes, you're soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she say you're yes. soaking wet? Oh, my God. Maybe they got into the, the like, uh, air cloud. No, this doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> I don't think the movie's that smart. Re- regardless of, of, you know, how they might have gotten wet, those, those children look bone dry. Yeah. She says, you're soaking wet. Get in here. <laughs> Uh, I can tell because you're been t- okay. Go on, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, but yeah, so they get back and uh, their <laughs> the mother, mother is there. <laughs> and oh she God! Delivers in the most casual way uh, some truly devastating news. She says, "Oh, hey, uh, so your dad's missing. Yeah. Um, oh. it's uh, behind yeah. enemy lines. I guess yeah. you know he got lost. But it was like as if to like bear bad news of like." Oh, we're not having turkey. We I couldn't find some yeah. at the supermarket. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like this is supposed he's, he's to be like a kin. I think the writing is supposed to say that this is like the little women moment when they say your father's been wounded in the war or he has yeah. the flu, and all the girls are like, oh, Papa! Like yeah. it's this big earth shake. Oh my God, we're gonna miss our dad is dying, yeah. and it's like, you guys. Good news, bad news. <laughs> I made it home. Your dad might be missing behind enemy lines. Yeah, and, he, and Freddie Highmore is just straight like, no, he's not. Well, I mean, I think he's having like a denial, like, yeah, he is. finding that moment. moment. Yeah, this is but the you moment just don't like where, him. I don't. Where Freddie Highmore does have some emotional moments where you're like, okay, I do see how this kid got pulled out to be in like. Finding Neverland right after this and Charlie and the Chocolate But yeah. Freddie Highmore's character, and this is maybe a problem that I have with all children's movies with, like, precocious children. Mm-hmm. I've met precocious children, and these precocious children in children's movies are way more clever than even I am now. <laughs> they have, like, the wittiest comebacks. They have, resourceful. like... Resourceful. They're resourceful. Mm. They're, like, brilliant. You mean, like, they're, like, Chris, young Christian Bale in uh, Reign of Fire, where he's got, like, all, like, the jazzy yeah. little, like, comebacks yes. to everybody in the mines, like, oh, the beginning. Yeah, it's yes. just, like, God. children aren't this smart yet. I mean, I think he's, they said he was 11, and he was... He was giving out one-liners yeah, like he you, was you Anthony well, Jesselnick or listen, something. Listen, Wesley, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give you this, some hard truth. Um, I think adults wrote those, those one-liners. <laughs> oh, he didn't improvise it like Eddie no, Izzard did. No, 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 I don't think he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he was cleverer than Eddie Izzard in, yeah. in the sound booth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I love Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's missing behind him. Enemy Dad's lines. missing. Yes. So they're yes. like, we gotta make a wish to get our papa back. Papa. I. This is this is where I'm I'm losing the thread of. Well, it, he it. goes back to uh, the beach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he more. decides that he's gonna spend the night because then tomorrow will come faster if he spends the night there. But yeah. he talks to Eddie Izzard uh, or it, and it is actually like telling him like, hey, you know. These wishes are only like for one day. You know what's gonna happen. Why do you keep asking me? It's yeah. actually kind of the deepest yeah. moment. Why, of why this haven't play. you learned your lesson yet? Yeah. You've had three wishes already. Yeah, it's a very it's a sweeter moment in this movie. And I don't know. It was like the best part of this movie, if there is such. A yeah, thing. I mean, I think Besides it's definitely Forrest, like supposed to be Freddie Highmore sort of like come to Jesus moment. Like I need my dad to be okay. 
this can't be how my life is. Like, I like that's what it felt like they wanted it to be. Uh, or like the moment in, I'm going to name drop again, the Disney Channel original movie, A Simple Wish, <laughs> where Mara Wilson says to the fairy godmother, I just wanted a simple wish. And the fairy godmother says, there's no such thing as a dude, simple wish. And that like changes, like you can't just wish for something because the re the mm. repercussions and like every you th you think you want this but you don't know what you want you're a kid you like all these deep these things, things but you just can't Nemo, Nemo. <laughs> yes exactly and that's why this is a Pixar movie <laughs> and it's done God. perfectly but like that's what it felt like they wanted it to be like this big dramatic crescendo please please make Papa come home and it's like Horace showed up. Mm -hmm. That's well, the Horace is here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the what British incel next. showed up. Uh, yeah, he's, little he's little nine. British British Sid comes in yeah. and kidnaps it, and then decides. Yeah, this movie took a turn. That uh, he's gonna dissect it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You didn't expect that to happen, it. did you? Okay, th and this is the only part of this movie that I remembered. Uh, was this kid being obsessed with dissecting uh, the sand fairy yeah. and that that just like deeply unnerved me as a child. And, and while he has the sand fairy like pinned to this operating table, once again, Eddie Izzard's just cranking out the one-liners like, oh no, please don't. Oh, I'd really, let's take a vote. I'd rather you not slice into me. Um, uh, look at that. Wouldn't you like a wish? The only way you can know is like the wishes work is if you Oh, if, you, if, you, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna put my nails there, I'd like a quick buff first, just a little bit of a manicure. Yeah. Right? Like How the, much do you charge? The five, <laughs> the five children are talking to each other at this point, like, what are we supposed to do? What are we gonna do? And in the background, <laughs> you can just hear Eddie just continuing on. to rattle off Yep, yep. Oh, but but before that, oh, do you remember they? <laughs> so so so, what's his name? The main character's name? Uh, uh, Robert. Richard. Oh, what? Robert. Robert. Okay, Robert. Richard's the king of England. <laughs> Robert. Uh, who's the actor's name though? Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore's character uh, is kind of is saying, "Don't do this, Horace. Don't do this, Horace." And then uh, he runs and gets his brothers and sisters. But then they have like a full-on argument, and he forgets to tell them about Anything, this. Anything, yeah. This yeah. is a time-sensitive issue. He could be gutted like a frog in biology class and by the time they get back. Instead, they try to have like the kids finally have their big confrontation of like, you make all these wizards just yeah, like not you. And he's like, but not this one. This is time I want to get our dad back, and I've learned my lesson. And it's like, no, okay, yeah, yeah. You can have this whole like have it out later, right? Now he's about to literally be like cut down the yeah. middle, like you bisected. Go, yeah, <laughs> like you gotta go. This you gotta priorities. This you know? is not the time, dear one. And yeah, so eventually uh, the sand fairy like convinces Horace to make a wish for us, the scientific method, you know, yeah. just to like experiment stuff. And so he wishes to have his Tyrannosaurus Rex egg hatch. And boy, does it hatch. It sure does. Uh, and boy, is there a really bad CGI uh, T-Rex yeah. in the room. Mm -hmm. uh, the kids come in and he's like, oh, the sand fairies again, still just rattling off. Oh, hey, yeah, so nice yeah. of you to show up. Oh, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. I was quite comfortable here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> so it's, much. it's not. It's magic, so it won't hurt you or something." And the T Rex is just like drooling on Horace, who I think just goes into like shock. Shock. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> literally, 
Oh like, literally, he's, like, frozen. Like, yeah, being covered in drool. 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 Like, yeah. truly <laughs> shocked. Like, like, not just, like, for comic... Because I think it may be supposed to be like, oh, it's funny, he's just shaking. It looks like he needs insulin. Yeah. Or like something. He, he like, really he needs to drink okay. drink his juice, Shelby. Like, but, something needs to change. Like, Madam Hooch should have come in with a towel and said, you're soaking wet! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, how do they how do they get the T Rex? What do they do? Well, simple. Oh. You you'll remember uh, uh, two points. One we didn't mention is that one of the kids plays the violin very badly. Bad. Very bad. The other that point is bad. she was she's Jane. eight. Yeah, she's eight. Why is this bad? Okay. The other right. point is that one of Horace's monsters is a violin with arms on it. Yes. <laughs> and oh my so God. she grabs the violin. And because music soothes the soul of a savage beast, uh, she starts Literal playing. Quote, which Peter knew they were gonna say before the line was delivered. Like somehow, instinctively, he just knew this is the line. And yeah, so she starts playing "Ba Ba Black Sheep" terribly. Uh huh. Um, and twinkle, twinkle, little star. Same <laughs> it's actually A B C D E F G. It's Happy Birthday. A B C D. But yeah, so she starts playing it, and the T Rex is like, "Oh wow, music." Um, and then she starts playing it worse, and he's like, ah, music! <laughs> music! <laughs> and shrinks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it shrinks. And, and it then the away. sand fairy, um, in, in its infinite wisdom, uh, just takes like back the It sounds like we're making this up. This happened. This happened moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> in our living room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the sand fairy just takes back the wish, and the T-Rex disappears. Yeah. And then Horace is, has to be like taken away yeah. because he's just completely in a state of shock. Yeah, like eyes rolled back in his head, just like shaking uncontrollably. And uh, we see him uh, in the next scene in a mental asylum in a padded cell, no. uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, listen to me, you gotta listen to me, my you gotta my listen. cousins, my terrible, terrible cousins. If you remember all the children screaming from Return to Oz, that was Horace. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that lines up because that's when that this is around the same time she's in. That's Kansas. what it reminded me of. Anyway, wow. that scene did not happen. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was yeah. not real. I, you, Don't worry, audience. Yes. But everything movie, else was. I would believe that that actually happened. Uh, even for a second there, I was like, wait, did I just like black out? Yeah. <laughs> I believe it happened, but I don't remember. I, I wish it happened. <gasps> All right. Is that a dream? <gasps> Shall we get to the final wish? Yes. They're on the same. Yes. Final wish and a half. This is the trauma, oh, yeah. the second pouring of children being traumatized. Uh, the kids all go to the beach. The sand fairy, like, I don't know, looks up some weird legalese about wishes and is like, oh. He takes out the rules from fairly odd parents and starts flipping through them. <laughs> with the, with the, the magnifying glass. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I he sees part? like, oh, hey, so you you can still have, you know, there's enough time for you to do a wish today. Hey. Hey. You want your dad back or something? <laughs> you dad what do you want to do, huh? You want a favor? On uh, my daughter's wedding day, you asked me a favor? I'm done. And so Freddie Highmore has How given uh, baby dare. Jonathan Bailey, uh, baby Bailey, baby his, Bailey, the compass from their dad, because I guess that's really why their dad went missing. He actually, like, legit just got lost. <laughs> yeah. And he's like got a stash. He, he says at causes. the beginning of the movie how important a navigator is because he doesn't know where he's going without one. And, and then, then he, he gives away <laughs> his compass. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Freddie Hardman's like, go, go. Like, I forget why he's held back, but he is. He has to bring Horace to his mom so his mom oh, can. Oh, okay. Like, what Horace a terrible better. writing, like, yeah. a written, like, so, plot yeah. device. Like, so Freddie Hardman's oh, like, missing. 
he, he, the rest of the kids all wish to have their dad back so they can give him the compass and they know he'll disappear at sunset, but just so they can like give it to him so he can find his way back or something. Uh, and so emotional scene, really, you know, nice slow-mo running of dad down the beach towards his kids. It's beautiful. They're yeah. all like hugging. It's all great. The it's the end there. of Onward by Pixar. The baby is sobbing uncontrollably so you yeah. know that they couldn't get another taken because the sun was setting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, Freddie Highmore finally shows up just in time to watch his dad disappear. <laughs> Classic, yes, also, Classic. yeah, Onward moment there. Spoilers for Onward. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that. Oh, oh. well. No. Still a good movie, still worth a watch. It is is that that yes. Pixar movie? It yes. We all have a Disney Plus account. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so it disappears, and then it just fades to black. Like yeah. in the middle of like Freddie Highmore being, <laughs> and the no. end, and then it cuts to Horace in the padded cell, screaming, <laughs> being force fed against his will, yeah. hung like, upside down. God. But yeah, this last section like really kind of drags on for a bit, and it's not even that long. No, really not. But like basically to sum it up, you know, they they make friends with Horace. They're like, "Can you keep a secret, Horace?" And he's like, "Yes, I <laughs> Why'd can." Why'd you say it like or, that? You know, whatever, huh? Why'd you say? <laughs> can you keep a secret, <laughs> yeah, Horace? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, can you, can you if I, if you do? That's Horace, baby, baby doll, baby doll. <laughs> can you do me a big solid? Keep this on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is between us. Though. And so they're friends with him now, yeah. I guess. All six children in It are now friends. Yeah. And then they have a birthday party for It. Well, yeah, they bring the, him a teddy bear. And he's like, well, not much one of a talker, is he? <laughs> Zingers. Uh, I yet, cannot emphasize how much it shows that Eddie Izzard was not, like... On set, they weren't. Like, this wasn't a cohesive <laughs> no. filming recording like, project. I don't know like literally, if she was cast. Like yeah, before yeah. This. Oh, I feel like they were like, well, we gotta get, we gotta get a comedian to uh -huh. be it, obviously. And they couldn't find anyone. And then finally, like they got last Eddie Izzard, minute. and she's like, just okay, like, yeah, just go, sure. just insert her in. To all of these scenes, give her like a brief description of maybe what's happening, and then just let her go. Then, let her well, let her say what let she her wants. see the screen. Uh, not even that. Just see like the outline of the movie and just uh, seeing the storyboard uh -huh. outlines. But <laughs> but it, I think we missed the part where the dad comes back. No, no, I haven't. Well, yeah. yeah, it was. I'm wrapping it. Oh, up. I'm sorry. Did that wow. come after the bad? Spoiler alert! Did that come after the birthday? I yeah. thought yes. the birthday was the last thing. No. no. They have the birthday because, because he made, oh, it makes a wish. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And so like, clever. I should have known. What did you wish for it? And then come on, it. Tell us what you wish for then. No, they're not. That <laughs> oh no, my that's the wrong kind of birthday. <laughs> Come like... blimey, Mary Poppins! I wish me dad was back. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um. But yeah. Come like, blimey. You know, what did you wish for it? And then it's like, oh, oh me it's a secret. Me make a wish. Like, like, I can't tell you that. Give, give me another cigarette, kids. Ah, that was a pretty good Eddie Izzard like, in this. <laughs> it's so bad. Um and uh, and yeah, and they say goodbye. It's all tearful and farewell. Even though like they really haven't shown much like bonding time. No, they really just exploited it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then it's, it's like well, they gave him a birthday party. Exploited. Uh. But yeah, so they leave them, and then uh, 
the next day they're like all packing up to go back to London because the war is over. Yes. Yeah. Because, because the Germans were scared off by the angels flying over the English Channel. Yes. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, so the war's over, so they're going back to London. Less than a mile above their home in yeah. England. And again, oh my God. this is either a full summer later or three days later. It is unclear. Yeah, because it really seems like they make a wish every day because they always refer to the wish they made yesterday and they make a grand total of four wishes. So it's been four days. But it, at the same time, it, wasn't there a rule where it's like you could do one wish a day? Yeah. Yeah. But but they did like three wishes in one day. No. No, those were different days. What? Those were different days. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but that's proof like, proof that it's not a clear. But then there's line. also a kid writing a letter to home at one point, being like, "It's our second week here, yeah, mom." Yeah, it's our second week here, at, and the very next line they referred to, and we arrived at this house yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then it is supposed to be like. 1,837 years old, and then it'll be, oh, it's my 22nd birthday. Yeah. Like, tomorrow. Yeah. Time, yeah. time has no meaning uh, in this story. Uh, this but yeah, so final scene no of the movie, they're getting ready to go back to London. For The car is broken down because of the rain. Or and a sandwich. So they're like, what? <laughs> that, that's what? That's what Kenneth Branagh says. He's like, there's something wrong with the crank. Or a sandwich. Huh? What? That's what he says. Nor a sandwich. <laughs> or a sandwich. Wow, Kenneth. Wow. wow. What, Anyways. What writing? Uh, and so <laughs> instead of fixing the car, they're like, well, let's just play hide and seek. Yeah. Uh, so they play hide and seek. Freddie Highmore's there counting. We watch him count to like I think like twenty, 20. or something. Yeah, it was it's a 20. long time. Yeah. And then of course his papa says twenty, uh, and he opens his eyes, and oh, his dad's there, and the family is reunited. Oh. Oh. Kenneth Branagh does not celebrate. He comes back through the door, sees that Freddie Highmore's dad is back, and goes, "Yep." And continues walking. <laughs> yep, yep. Kenneth Branagh was ready to be done. Yeah. This movie. He was like, and we're done. Cut. I can. We're, I can drop this we're, now. Like, we're I, good. I, was, nope. I was in Hamlet and this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this. Okay. All right. Bye. Uh. But yeah. So that is the end of yeah, five end. children and it. By the end, it's six children and it. And then oh, as yes. the credits roll. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Eddie Izzard goes off. <laughs> talking to Brian. <laughs> The bear. The bear. And he's like, oh, don't do that. This is a kid's movie, Brian. <laughs> yeah. He talks through about half the credits. It's really unsettling. And then, because we had the credits playing, like, while we were, like, getting this whole thing set up, it goes into, like, a Sean Lennon song. Yeah. yeah. And then at the very end of the credits, Eddie Izzard comes back. Back. Yeah. Oh, you guys all talking. stay for the credits, huh? Well, thank you so much for watching the movie. And then Nick Cage <laughs> comes out and is like, no, not Nick Cage. <laughs> I you wish. have to put it in alphabetical order. <laughs> I meant to say another thing. Yeah, let's go on. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's it. That's the summary. That's the, that's the fucking movie that's we watched. Jesus. Does so thank you to the person who sent us that beautiful I hope you're film. proud of yourself. You should be very proud of yourself. Yeah, I, I feel... We all watched it. We did what you asked. I feel... I, this movie... <laughs> this it's movie definitely in hard. the category of trauma cartoon. Yeah, you know, you know, I is had it? said I wanted to do trauma cartoons. Or is it just in the category of bad movie? <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> 
kind of well, throw it at the wall like, and let, see it if it sticks. Movie CGI, and then sometimes it's not. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's a practical puppet that was built by the Henson Company. That was always better. Yeah, it was always a yeah, lot. Yeah, the acting better. from the kids was always better because, of course, and it it's going to be tangible. Yeah. They're going to. They're kids. Of course it's going to be better. I just don't know why they didn't use a puppet the whole time. Yeah. They okay. could have. Um. It was for that one scene where it gets out of its shell and like walks down the beach. But there's some intricate puppets that I've yeah. seen in the labyrinth. and uh, they yeah. can walk and stuff. Yeah. And even the in Muppet the They could do it. They could do it. Um, this is and, 2004, yeah, though. They had is... to show off their VFX, you know? It's know. true. That's the new hot thing. Yeah. The music I didn't like. I know that nope. people... It, it got... Uh, it won a BAFTA! It, it was nominated. It was... No, it won. It won a BAFTA. It was incessantly whimsical. It was, uh -huh. like, always whimsical Let me tell you nothing. what genre this is, because the writing isn't telling you what genre yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly. So the music is gonna tell you. Yeah, it's like, this is a wonderful moment. Uh, it's a, it's, it's like a in beach. the 80s when all the Comedies were like, like we get it. It's a comedy. It's comedies. Oh yeah, Lily, you should give us some more eighties comedy. No, hit us with those tropes. The ADR. Everything was ADR. Everything was ADR. The children's dialogue to each other was ADR. Even one of the mom's lines was ADR. But the lines were not like the lips. Did, did not match. match. Yeah. No. Like Horace Not even talk. a little bit at the end. Yeah, at the end. Oh, yeah. At the end. yeah it was kind of like watching a dubbed movie at point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was oh. delivered in Cockney. They had to deliver it in standard RP. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh my well, god. Well, Sam. Yeah. Do you have a metaphor for us? Oh dang. Are we we're just we're just going right <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, we have to dust those cobwebs mm -hmm. off. What's oh, the metaphor? Oh man. Okay. Uh, no wrong answers. Fuck. Uh, um let's see. Let's Please, see. Let's see. Movie. If this movie was <laughs> a sand one, fairy yeah. uh -huh. that you found or no. If your uncle told oh. you <laughs> Don't go in my greenhouse, please. Ah. It is forbidden. Don't open that door that leads to this movie. Yeah. The uncle does not want you to see this movie. Yeah. Would you listen to your uncle and be like, no, I'm going to leave the door to this movie locked and mm. not go in there? Or would you open up? Get your baby sister yeah. to crack open that lock with her muscle arms, with her Louisa and Madrigal go into arms this movie, and, yeah. and take take that movie yes. back. I see. Okay. Yeah, I'll 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 start it. Okay. <laughs> I I say my uncle is of a, of sound mind and heart and knows exactly what's best. <laughs> leave that leave that door locked tight. At one point in the movie, it says, "Well, did the house burn down? Well, it can't be that bad." That's all that needs to happen. We can we can let this movie burn away into obscurity. No, like even I was I was looking forward to watching this because I thought it was going to be crazy, and it is wild, but it's not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like I don't even think it's worth a watch. Wow. Um. Wow. Yeah. I say let it let it stay locked. Let it burn. Let it burn. And the wow. dead with it. Uh, yeah, I can go next. Um, mine is similar. I'd, I'd go up to that room and be like, ooh, there's a lock on this door, and surely my baby sister cannot break this lock, <laughs> so I'm just going to leave this. And, yeah, this movie was... 
I always try to look at the movies that we do that are children's movies through the eyes of like a child. Through the eyes of a child. Or like the eyes of a parent. Yes. And either one. And either one, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, I think there's just better movies. I mean, a, a child could forgive a lot. You clearly I, forgot. I did. Gave a lot. I did. Yeah. I forgot. You forgave and forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and I did forgot. not remember them stopping World War One. Uh-huh. <laughs> flying near. But I just think there's so many other better movies, and this movie was lazy. I think that's like the cardinal sin of yeah. everybody in it, besides the children who are doing their best. Mm-hmm. Baby Bailey was doing a great job. This was a yeah. very lazy written movie. Lazily shot. Yeah, we saw while they were flying. Peter uh-huh. noticed that one of their one of their like one of their bodies fell off the green screen, so you could just see a hard <laughs> cut line where his leg is supposed to be. So I just think that there's more, there's better children movies out there with more passion mm-hmm. put into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna not take this out of the security. Yeah, I would be. You know, I'm in my uncle's. Castle, you know, like, oh, yeah. like like we all have. We all, we guys, it's really we relatable. have the same uncle, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we do. We're all related. We're cousins. <laughs> um, and I hear this noise, and I I think that is that Eddie Izzard's voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I put my ear up to the door, but I can't really make it out. He's not really making sense. It's just a lot of one-off jokes and like one-liners, and I'm like. At first, I thought maybe it was one of her stand-up specials, or like maybe a, an appearance on a talk show. This isn't that. He's, she's still working out the kinks of this set. I have an entire castle and land to myself. I'm going to explore that. Or I have the hindsight of history and know England is London is not bombed in World War One. I'm just going to get the next train back, mm-hmm. yeah, knowing good, full knowledge good. that I will be safe. I see. Uh. Yeah, so uh, I'm wandering around my uncle's castle. <laughs> like we all do. Uh, I'm starting to be like, you know, this is kind of familiar. I like walk into this greenhouse. I'm like, wait a second. Have I seen this before? This is awakening some childhood memories. I see a locked door. I go to open it, and then suddenly I remember a creepy kid dissecting a thing, and I think, wait a second. I think I hated this movie as a kid. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I think someone gave me this as a gift, and I watched it a few times, and was like, what the fuck is this movie, even as a child? And I'm like, you know what, I think I'm gonna leave it locked. I think I'm gonna leave it locked, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out and maybe just chill in my uncle's mansion, you know? Without going in the greenhouse. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. So, our our first episode of the season is a universal rejection. (laughs) Yes, yes. But you know what? At least... Here we are all together, all together. and on the yeah. same page. Wow. This is this was fun. We've grown as people in our interim. Not just entertained, but somehow <laughs> reborn. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now we're not united. Thanks, yeah. Wesley. Yeah, well, Thanks that's a lot. Right. Magic's Can over. Can we do another line that we all know? Like, no. Somehow. <laughs> Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Come on, man. Can we do like 
How about how about I'll start it? Yeah. Oh God. Um. Hello. It's always gotta be about no. My Wesley. name is no. Inigo no, Montoya. That's, that's, that's not, no, this, we're doing the this, Nicole Kidman AMC ad. Yeah, Wesley. Come oh, on. is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everyone knows. It's guys, over. I don't the, watch movies. I watch these movies. You were just at an AMC yesterday. We missed it. Oh. <laughs> we watched the whale instead. Do you want me to do a whale quote? <laughs> Give me more pizza. I need to know that I have done one thing right in my life. See, we can Leslie, all do that what? one. Yeah. <laughs> you just really say, give me more pizza. Yeah, let's not, yeah. No. We should, we, Maybe less quotable. No. I'm just sorry. I'm, let's, uh, the whale was good. Let's the go. whale is an excellent movie. If you it don't, if you, if you want a good If there's nothing else from this episode, go see the whale. Go and if you're a part of the Academy, <laughs> vote for Brendan Fraser <laughs> for best yes. actor in a leading role. The Renaissance is here. The Renaissance. I hope that's what they take away from this. Yeah. Oh. All know, right. The Academy is an avid listener. Of yeah. <laughs> we have the eyes and ears. Listen, they're the across Academy. the street. <laughs> they are. They probably can hear us. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next movie, Pita? Yeah. Well, clock. very thrilling. Um, because depending on the reception to my next pick oh my uh, could oh, alter the course of this entire season. Really? So we could actually like outvote you? Or no? no. Oh, you mean if we, you mean we have to watch it and then you'll... Yes. Okay. You have to watch this one because the, uh, uh, the, the next movie I am uh, pitching... Uh, is in its entirety six hours long. No. Oh, oh, no, you're not. Peter, uh, no. But it is divided into three sections. So Peter. we will be watching the very first section of one of my favorite movies as a child, Dinotopia. No. Is this a movie? This is a movie. Roll the trailer. You're not from around here, are you? How exciting to meet you. You know, I, I just love mammals. Welcome to Waterfall City. Where are we exactly? Oh, Dinotopia. How can a place like this really exist without everybody knowing about it? I think the rules here are different. We'd better start learning them. We have to get home. Our dad's still out there. There's no way we can stay here. I don't think you quite understand yet. Listen to the earth. It's a gift we're all born with. Maybe we should stay. Are you insane? There's a dinosaur sleeping in the next room. Exactly. All right, so I'm very excited for us to all watch this movie. This is one of my personal favorites. I have not seen parts two or three since I was 12. I watched part one again last year, and I still liked it. Is this your sci-fi movies? They, like from the Sci-Fi Channel. I did first see this movie on the uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-fi yes. Channel. Does okay. it have a clear like it is actually separated into three parts? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. yeah, you you can it, like I'll I'll find it somewhere. I know it's available to stream because I watched it. All right. Um, but uh, it, it has a very clear part one that you will be able to find. Cool. Great. Um, right. Yeah, that's uh, uh that's what you have to look forward to on the next episode. And yeah, welcome back everybody. Yeah, welcome We're to We're excited Love to be you. doing season three. Yeah. This is the only episode we'll probably be recording all together. Uh-huh. Until uh, next time I come and visit yeah. LA. Yes, yes. Until <laughs> next time we get Wesley here. But yeah, so, uh, okay, so yeah. I've been Wesley. I've been Peter. I've been Lily. And I've been Sam. And goodbye from obscurity. <laughs> <laughs>